Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Edify Me. I'm your host Shane Smith, and I'm so thankful you're joining us again on another great episode. Today I have a very special guest. Uh, this his name is Sean Harper, and he was an ex. He used to play in the NFL as an offensive lineman. Um, you know, he had a, a rough childhood, uh, but he made it through, and he has accomplished so much over his life. How you doing, Mr. Sean? You know what? I am doing absolutely wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. So, you know, I, I see, you know, I've got a paragraph, a short summary of your uh, biography here, and it's really impressive. Uh, can you tell us about a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'll start at where I'm at currently, and then we will uh, really uh, take a stab at the journey, because out of that comes uh, so much. Especially uh, encouragement, leadership, testimony. Uh, that's huge. So, yeah, I play. Years, well, six and a half, seven uh, uh, years of professional football. Mm. So I played with the uh, Rams and the Colts. Uh, and, and then I also spent a little bit of time over um, uh, in the Houston area. And then I also played over in NFL Europe for Frankfurt and Amsterdam. Had an absolute blast. Uh, I retired some years back, and I've been owning my own security firm for for a number of years. And I'm also a... Uh, inspirational, motivational, and when the opportunity arises, Christian speaker. Um, I believe that Christ is my foundation, and I'm so excited to have an opportunity to even reference my faith, uh, because that is the true source. Amen. But that's where I'm at today, you know? Uh, uh, and, 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 and unfortunately, unfortunately, in our culture, mm-hmm. is that we tend to spotlight people with, with their great accomplishments, but we don't tell the backstory. And that could be so discouraging for people who are going through, mm. for people who are uh, still in the process. And truth be told, you're always in the process because you're always becoming, you're always evolving. Of course. But, but no one really talks about the pain. Um, like, example, you go to Facebook uh, or you go to Instagram, you know, everyone's smiling, but Truth be told, the number one prescribed medicine in America is antidepressants. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. But um, I, I remember standing in the second grade line in the first grade. Um, I'm sorry. In the second grade line in the second grade. And the teacher grabs my hand and she pulls me back to the first grade line. And mm. it's like, Sean, Sean, you failed. You have to repeat the first grade. And back in them days, you know, people were just just blunt you know you're stupid you're an idiot you're dumb you know there's wasn't a lot of cultural sensitivity Mm. and I struggled in academics till about the fifth grade and my teacher Miss Jennings lover to this day felt sorry for me and she began to test me and uh, about a couple days later my mom was invited into a room with the psychologists and all the sociologists and all the ologists you know and they're like Mm. Miss Harper Ms. Harper, your son has four to five documented learning disabilities. Um, mm. Coupled with the fact that I stuttered my entire life, I could not complete sentence till college. Um, and let me just stop right there. Um, the amazing thing about God is that he rarely, rarely, rarely calls to qualify, but he qualifies to call. And oftentimes yeah. when you are stuck in your mess, it's really hard to see uh, what is going to happen or what is on the other side. But understand this the dna of the butterfly is in the caterpillar also Mm. you know uh it all depends on what you focus on and um 
so I continued to struggle. Um, I left high school with a 1.62, a 1.62 accumulative GPA. That's embarrassing. Wow. Nine, nine on my ACT. Uh, out of 154 seniors to graduate, my academic ranking was 154. Um, wow. Voted was likely to fail, you know. And I am feeling lonely, angry, depressed. You know, I grew up in the streets. And so I wasn't a bad boy. Worse, I was a mad boy. Mm. Um, and uh, trust me, in the streets, bad ain't got nothing on mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You meet someone who's angry, who's really angry at life, and you push the wrong button, done that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I get invited to a junior college in Mason City, Iowa. And the first year at that junior college, you know, I don't even step on the field. And um, I'm at the point where I want to give up. In fact, I even, you know, called mom like, mom, I quit, you know. Um, but she kind of did the opposite. I'm thinking she's going to ask me to come home and give me some ice cream. Like, it's okay, you know. You know, She's like, stay up there, you know, mm. run with it. And it was at that moment that I made a decision that although I won't be successful, according to life or societal standards, I can win. Because we are created not to be successful. We're created to win. Mm. And when you look in the word of God, it talks about, it doesn't talk about a successful life. It talks about winning the race, mm. running the race. You know, um, um, I finished the race, things like that. Because if life is a game, you play the game to win. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about being successful. Um, and uh, I begin to tap into some winning tactics and strategies. I believe that the Lord showed me and um, the rest is history. And so that's the condensed version. That's great. Um, it's, it's awesome to hear how you uh, overcame all that, you know, as a young kid and, you know, eventually you made it to college. Um, what college did you say you went to? Amazing University, uh, Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Uh, great school. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your transition into the NFL? Like, how did that even happen? Did you even think you go that route or is that something you always dreamed of? Yeah. Well, it was one of those dreams that are way, way, way in the back of my mind somewhere. Right. But as I progressed at Indiana, I started getting phone calls and you know, people started taking notice. Uh, and uh, draft day in the NFL, I'm third pick in the fourth round. Wow. Like, wow. You know, that's, that's awesome. You know, yeah, and uh, it, uh, I tell you what, the NFL is fast. It is mm. extremely fast. And before I go any further, just let me just say that I am not an NFL basher. Although the NFL has issues, they got problems. Overall, mm. if you take the good versus the bad, the good outweighs the bad. It's still a business. It's still a business in the facade of a sport, you know. But of I, uh, I have... I have nothing, you know, bad to say. I have my issues with them. I have my challenges. But you know what? They're, they are an amazing organization. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, uh, um, yeah, I tell you what, though. The NFL is fast. Mm. It is a fast game. It's a fast life. Yeah. Um, and the ones that make it are able to slow the game down, slow it down, all aspects, on the field, off the field, slow it down. Mm. Um, and the ones that are able to do that and compartmentalize their life, they tend to play longer. Mm. Okay. That's, yeah, that's that's cool. So basically just knowing how to, um, you know, maneuver the system basically, right? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. 
when I played, there was a guy named Mike Pagel, right? He was uh, a backup quarterback, right? Mike yeah. Pagel. And so <laughs> everyone else had like a stool that they got dressed on, right? Uh, Mike Pagel had a director's chair, right? <laughs> and he would have this white director's chair and wow. he would have his uh, um, legs crossed and he would like read the newspaper every day. He would get dressed, drink his coffee. Read. And so what I would do and what some some players would do, you would you would go to Mike Pagel and you wouldn't say nothing. You would just wait until he finished an article and then he'll give you some wisdom. He'll say a few things to you like, hey, blah, 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 blah. This, this, and this. Now get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, he That's was awesome. like, yeah. He was like the Yoda, man. He just loved <laughs> it. Yeah. That's funny because backup quarterbacks, they, they, you know, they rarely really play in the, uh, you know, yeah. in the main season. So, you know, it's, you know, they got to keep busy somehow. So that's really cool. He had a good, yeah. he had a good attitude. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. You said you played for about six years, you said? Yeah. Um, three in NFL, three in NFL Europe. Okay. That was really cool. Um, so after you got out of the NFL, I mean, I know you, uh, you had a lot of options. I'm sure you, uh, you know, you had things in mind that you wanted to do. What was your uh, transition there? Did you transition straight into your business or was it more of, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, had, had ownership in, in a security firm. So, so, so it was a natural segue Mm -hmm. into that. Loved it. Uh, In fact, I still own the company. I took over it totally. Uh, hmm. uh, some, some, some years ago it is, it is, it is extremely challenging. Um, I wanted to like pull my hair out many days, wow, yeah. cry, just frustrated. But you know what? The growth that I've experienced has been mind boggling. Hmm. Just understanding opportunities versus callings or opportunities versus assignments. Okay. Spiritually, there's a big difference. Absolutely. Um, understanding the process and how not to abort the process because you want to be careful. That's a dangerous, a dangerous uh, mindset with young people is that they seek to be comfortable. Mm. And, 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 and if you're not careful, your comfort zone will become your casket. Everything that you have accumulated that has been outstanding or being an outlier, it takes work and it takes pain. It takes discipline. It takes sacrifice. It takes focus. We'll be right back after a short break. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, some strong words there. Um, So, you know, looking um, just looking back on your life. um, Do you have like any advice for, let's say, you know, the kid coming out of college, um, you know, whether they go into professional sports or just in straight into a job, like what would you say to the to the average uh, college graduate? The av- Okay. The average college graduate or the average collegiate athlete who's a graduate? So it could be either or. Like, like let's start with the collegiate athlete first. Like, what would you say to them? Right. So – I would say to them is that sooner or later, your dream is going to come to an end. Mm. The dream of playing, you know, college football, 0.02% of any athlete 
makes it to the NFL for one year. So that dream is going to come to an end. Yeah, yeah. You know, the mistake I made is that is that I did not have another dream. I see. And, and that 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 is a dangerous man. A, a person who doesn't have a dream, they're dangerous mm. because they'll get involved in anything, and they'll sacrifice anything. Right. Okay. Right. So find your dream. Find another dream. Mm. You know, have something to actually aspire uh, towards. Okay. Or the actual um, collegiate or the actual uh, college graduate. Mm. Tell you what. Um, the same dream also. Uh, understand. Understand truth. Yes. Okay. Understand truth. Um, you can have facts and not have truth. You can have theories and not have truth. And to 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 effectively triangulate your life, you need about three or four points. Where you're at, where you're going, and an unmovable point. Right. Well, where you're at, uh, or or all all three of those points need to be grounded in truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so the greatest truth, fortunately for me and a few of your listeners, is the word of God. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, you know, this this is the word. The word is what is probably one of the most powerful forces in the universe. Uh because as mentioned, life and death is in the power of the tongue or death and life, and you shall eat the fruit thereof. Mm. You know. Your words are so powerful. Your words are a creative force. And that word is the truth. And when you read that word and that word is rooted in truth, which it is, you can stand on that. Yeah. Now you can now navigate the rest of your life. Absolutely. But if, but if you're trying to navigate your life and you're going off of a foundation that's not truth, then every coordinate that you launch or every destination that you set out for is potentially erred or it's off because you're using um, you're using the word I'm looking for. You are using a uh, uh, um, uh, uh, coordinates that aren't truthful, of course. And so you won't have the right destination, and that's very disappointing to get to a point in your life you're like, "What the heck just happened?" Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Having that uh, foundation is absolutely uh, essential. Yeah, it is. It definitely says that in the Bible too. You know, it says that you build your foundation on the stone, on the rock, then it'll stand. Mm -hmm. You know, you build it on the yeah. sand. You know, when those troubled times come, it'll it'll crumble. So absolutely, yes. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, that's rough. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, um, getting to the to the end of the interview, but I see that you you wrote a book called The Winning Edge: Eight Principles to, yeah. that will bring out the winner in you. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the book? Is it kind of yeah. like a, you know, what we've been talking about, or kind of give us an overview? Well, yeah. So, so it's funny. I didn't even mention that. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you're supposed to promote your, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know no, what it's all good. I get, I get to talk about God. I'm like, yeah, bro, all day. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's going back to that phrase. You know, life is not about success. Mm. Life is about winning. Yes. Um, I'll give you an example. It's, it's, 
if you are in your favorite city and your favorite team lost every game for the next five years, you could walk right into the stadium, maybe pay like five dollars. But if but if they won every game, you couldn't get a you couldn't get a seat. Why? Because our DNA is attractive and attached to winning. Mm. Okay. The fact that everyone's listening to my voice and hope this doesn't offend anyone, you are one of two or three million sperm cells that fertilize the egg. Mm. So that means that you won. So that's in your DNA. Winning, fighting for the win is in your DNA. You got to win, yeah. So now around the third or fourth grade, this is very important. Around the third or fourth grade, by the time you find out that Santa Claus is not real, Mm -hmm. they introduce another concept to you. And that concept is called success. Yeah. Now you have to do this to be successful. You got to get good grades to be successful. You have to have the right network to be successful and yet they have the right image to be successful and then you get caught up in your image and you lose yourself in the image and what's so dangerous and damning about that is that god didn't call your image god called your identity mm, okay and so when the lord's like hey i want you to be a missionary like you know what i want to go to law school because i, mean, I want to get this job mm. or i want you to preach oh no man i'm not preaching you know because uh ain't no money in that mm-hmm. and most people would miss it because they're chasing image versus identity right success success teaches you to produce mm. winning teaches you to reproduce it's a difference that's great that's great and that's yeah. absolutely true i mean some of the lowest people are the you know the most you know poverty-stricken people on this earth will be really great in heaven because you know they follow god's call yeah. So look at the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, John the Baptist. Really? Yeah, he was crazy. Yeah. But you know, yeah, in a, in yeah. a good way, though. In a good way. Yeah. Um, but man, he was very commendable. He preached, you know, even in the yeah. wilderness. So um, he was a very, very strong, strong figure there. Um, definitely. Um, so, yeah, it, it's uh, it's really been a pleasure interviewing interviewing you, Mr. Sean. Um, and you know, thank you for a little bit of your time. Um, before we close, um, do you have one last word of advice for the audience? It could be anything. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. But before I do that, I have I have something special for your audience. Okay. If you go to my website is seanharper.org, right? Okay. Videos, all that good stuff, right? But if you go to seanharper.co, Sean with a W, seanharper.co, you can get a free download of the book. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just boom, hit it. And, or you can go to uh, Amazon and it'll cost you 10 bucks, but you go to my little, you know, you go to my hookup, you get it for free. Oh, that's awesome. I think they'll like that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Free, man. That is super cool. What I would say is, is that, uh, you will get knocked down. Mm-hmm. You will be disappointed. Yeah. You will miss the mark. You will fall short. Mm-hmm. But when you get knocked down, you know, if you can look up, you can get up. Stay away from shame. Stay away from condemnation. It mentions there's now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So stay in Christ. And when you get knocked down, when you miss it, I miss it all the time, bro. I got problems, okay? Mm-hmm. If if you can look up, you can get up. It's like riding a bicycle. You learn how to ride the bike by falling. Yeah. Get back on the bike. 
mm. and play to win. That's good. That's good. Hey, can I pray? Yeah, yeah, sure. Please, thank oh, you. Oh man, that's awesome. Because it's you know, Father, I just thank you for this opportunity. Lord, I speak right now. Destiny for every listener. Not only that, I speak, Lord, and I petition that you turn the heat up in everyone's life that's listening to this. Because the one thing, Lord, that we cannot recapture is time. Turn the heat up so that they can walk in their calling and their purpose and their destiny and shine the light on anything that's worn against them, whether now or 20 years from now. These things we ask in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, All day. It was really a pleasure, Mr. Sean. It's really awesome. By far one of the better uh, you know, episodes we've had so far, definitely. You know, yeah, I just want to thank yeah. you again. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. Be blessed, man. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you'll catch us on the next episode. See y'all later.